Hello and thank you for listening to episode 475 of 60MW. I'm Dave and this is another of our interview shows. And in this one I chat with Mike Dirks and Bob Gorman all about the documentary This Is Guar, which is released on Blu-ray today as I record the intro and the outro to this show, October the 24th. And as I say in the interview, even if you've got no interest in Guar itself, if you've got any interest in documentaries, this is one of the best ones you're going to watch. Uh, again, as I say in the show, out of all the documentaries I've watched this year, and I've watched a lot of them, this is by far my favourite one. It's really, really good. So yeah, please go and seek it out. Uh, and if you do like Guar, you're in for some good news because it's looking like they're going to come across to the UK next year. So uh, yeah, get ready to buy some tickets for that. So as always, sit back, relax, get comfortable and listen to me, Mike Dirks and Bob Gorman chat all about This Is Guar. Hey, how are you doing, guys? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, hey, I'm good. Good to see you. How's things over? I take it you're over in, over in the States still? We are. We're, we're closing in on the last bit of our of our two-month tour, and yeah, things are good. Yeah, two and a half weeks. Oh, it's good that the tour's going well. It's, uh, yeah, and you're approaching as well the 40th anniversary of Guar as well. Anything planned already for that? Like coming to Wales. Like coming to Wales for the 40th anniversary. That would be really good. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, we were just talking to the last guy. Like, we're, you know, we plan stuff way out and we're talking with management. It looks very likely that we'll be back in, uh, back there next summer, but we can't really say anything one way or the awesome. other. But um, yeah. Usually we do a- a- anniversaries for, you know, products. Uh, so if we re-put some stuff out and we've got a lot of our back catalog back mm-hmm. now, which is awesome. Yeah. So just did the 30th anniversary, not of war, but of scum dogs. So, uh, you know, it, it, it depends on what makes sense business wise, but we, we want to come back over there. We had a good time. Oh God. Yeah. It'd be great to see you over here again. Really would. I've got to say, uh, we got sent a review copy of this is Guar the other week and sat and watched it. I can't, I can't praise it enough guys. Absolutely fucking loved it it was amazing and i sat with my partner tina and, and we just soaked it all in wasn't expecting to go through as many emotions watching it as well i mean there's yeah. all those yeah there's obviously you know there's the fuck yeah bits when you're watching you on stage which is incredible there's laughing at you guys you know having fun and that and then other bits just like really hit emotionally it was just like what well, you come away from it like trained it was so so good so you know congratulations to everybody involved in putting that together because it's incredible yeah, Scott Barber did an amazing job as the director of being able to take all the stories we gave him and all this footage, of, you know, almost four decades worth of stuff and wow. finding a cohesive storyline there and one that's really compelling and actually moving. I was I was very surprised. Like Bob said, it's not a movie I'm going to watch a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's heart it's wrenching for us. Oh, I bet. It's difficult to watch, like. It was hard to live through. <laughs> so it's yeah, I mean, yeah, you, it, ta- it takes, you know, as a viewer, it takes you through everything. So, you know, we only just get a little a snippet of what it was like for you guys, you know, to to live through that as well. But it does, it does, it definitely comes across on screen. Yeah, I, we were, you know, we, I sound, we're, we were in the same uh, interview just a minute ago. So I'll repeat myself a bunch, but we, we, um, we had a bunch of people approaching us over the years to to do a documentary about war and a lot of them were fly by night and a lot of them weren't you know something that we thought would be very good because you get one shot at this and um 
then after Dave passed away, a bunch of people were coming at us and, and a lot of them wanted to tell the story, the Dave, the Dave died story, you know, yeah, and yeah. we didn't think that was really fair. I mean, it was sensational. It would get a lot of watches, but that, that wouldn't really have done much for our career because we were, we were still going. Mm-hmm. So Scott approached us and he had a proof of concept, but it didn't really have an idea of the story he was going to tell. And that made us nervous. But then we thought like, well, that'll be the most honest, probably stab at it. Yeah, we got such a good feeling from Scott that we really trusted him with our story. And mm-hmm. it it was it's pretty, pretty impressive that he could get such a cohesive movie out of such a chaotic <laughs> bunch of guys. <laughs> yeah, because I said it just it flows brilliantly. And have you got any idea of the amount of hours of footage he'd got to go through to piece all, all of that together? Well, so, you know, one of the things about it was when we, you know, usually documentaries are made about a subject and they don't have any input on it. And and we didn't want to, like, tell Scott what kind of movie to make because then it wouldn't have been really honest or really good. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to make sure that it didn't, if I was going to hand over, a lot of that is my archive i've been culling together for 30 years and if i was going to hand that over to him we wanted to make sure just the number one thing is that it didn't make us look foolish you know (laughs) yeah yeah. um so the amount of footage that he filmed and he started filming us before the pandemic so i can't even remember how much hours he just he would come and, and and ask us questions and shoot us doing things and a ton of that almost all of that didn't make it in the movie because he wasn't he was trying to figure out what story he was going to tell. Yeah. You know, and then he started doing interviews with us. He flew to Richmond two or three times. Um, but then the amount of footage I came, he came to Richmond just several times to go through my archive and digitize. You know, we had two VCRs hooked up to two computers down, you know, digitizing tons of stuff over like a three day period. So I gave him, I don't know, maybe, maybe 50 or 60 hours worth of stuff. Um, then what he shot alone was, I don't even know. So a lot. (laughs) Yeah. To get through all of that is just incredible. I mean, has anything, has anything happened since it was put together and you thought, oh damn, if only that could have gone in, has anything significant happened where you've had that moment and you thought, well, that, that looked good in the, in the documentary. I think we felt that we should have, um, if we'd had more time, before it got a distribution deal if some of the ex-members that aren't represented at all had gotten filmed uh but other than that no i mean i think you can't tell a complete story in of a band for a you know a 40-year band in in two hours and i think what he did was perfect oh yeah close to perfect yeah, yeah. I mean, we sat there and, you know, the, the credits rolled at the end and we could have watched hours more of it because we were just hooked, in, hooked into it totally. When was when was the first time that you watched the finished product then? Did you manage to, to get together to watch it? Did you watch it separately when it was all put together? No, we all went off to our <laughs> respective holes and watched it, right? <laughs> yeah. And what was, what was that like? What was that like for both of you then when you watched it that first time? It, it's it's rough because i mean yeah. it's like the first half of the movie is so great and you're feeling oh getting all these memories back mm-hmm. and then you know that train those train wrecks are coming in the second act but this yeah, is, yeah. I, I live through them it's, and also you know uh i've always you know honored a lot of the 
other members and to have like so much time put on a couple of us um, is something that I, I was almost uncomfortable about at first, you know, having something, uh, someone else, it, it helped that, you know, Scott did it, but the, mm-hmm. you know, the first time it made us worm a whole lot. You and know? also we've spent our whole career wearing masks and being characters and being hidden behind this war facade. Yeah. It was very, it felt pretty vulnerable to have that stripped away for this yeah. movie. Yeah. That is cool instead of monsters. Oh yeah. Yeah. I should imagine so, because it, you know, you, you guys really open up your hearts, which is, which is what got us going. You know, we were there and tears were going on going, Oh my God, this is, this is heartbreaking the way it was going. Cause you watch it. I defy anybody to watch this documentary and to begin with, not want to go and watch you guys live to begin with, you watch this and you think I've got to go and see him live. Whether you want to be in the front couple of rows or not, that's that's up to you. I, w- I would love to be in the front couple of rows, but, but then as it goes on, you know, you just get drawn in into into you. You forget about the characters of the band, and you just get drawn into into you as human beings. And I think that's where it really starts to hit home and and why people. Because I'm sure there's people who think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm not really into Guar. I'm not going to bother with this documentary. I would tell everybody watch this it's my favorite documentary of the year and i watch like a hell of a lot of documentaries so you know no matter what your musical taste may be i would recommend this to everybody all the time well thanks yeah uh you know we saw the first couple reviews from the film fest that was in and it was a lot of people that don't know anything about war or had preconceived notions and they were all blown away said i mean pretty much what you just said is pretty much what every single person uh has said and we have this thing in America called uh, Rotten Tomatoes where you mm. get, you know, reviews. And it's kind of a big deal. Like, I didn't know how how important the tomato meter is, but <laughs> we're one of the only movies that has, like, a totally 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So, so wow. you know, Scott did an incredible job, man. I mean, I just can't even say how happy we are with what, with what he did. And it's, it's so good as well because you said, you know, you've been archiving footage for the band for so long it's what made you start doing that in the first place did you think oh we've got something going here i need to keep a record of this uh it's just in my nature i love i love history and i love history of counterculture and i was a big fan of other things and then i saw something that i joined wasn't really keeping its own history mm-hmm. so i just i just made piles of stuff <laughs> pretty much <laughs> you know i made a little bit of a document of of timeline but basically, I just had a pile of videotapes and a pile of flyers and a pile of tour books and things like that and kept them in my office forever just, you know, because I knew something like this would happen. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of documentaries about things I cared about that weren't very good because they didn't have that stuff. Yeah. You know, and that's a big difference. Oh, it's you know? huge. Yeah, yeah. Because we were watching this and, you know, and there was things coming up, like you said, photographs and archive footage and then, you know, talking to you guys and the way it was all mixed up and it would take you through the years and through the story it made a big difference to draw you right into it all, all of the time. And during Guar, what's when you look back, as you stand now, looking back at Guar, what's the most immediate happy men- memory that brings to mind when you think, OK, at this point, when you look back at Guar, What's the first great thing that jumps to your mind? Uh, for me, it's a culmination of everything. Of just, I'm proud of like, you know, I mean, I say in the movie, I'm proud of the the, the crappy stuff, you know, because it led to other good things. Mm-hmm. And it's just our not being afraid to 
to try something, you know, really stupid and, and then learn from it or, you know, celebrate it. So just kind of the fact that we made it happen. There's not, there's no other thing like us, you know, there's not many art collectives that are famous, mm-hmm. you know, there's Monty Python, there's SNL, there's a fireside theater, you know, we're not, we're more of that than we are Slayer. And so I'm just yeah. immensely proud of, of the collective. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's uh, with the the rich history that you've got. And, and again, everybody listening to this, it's, it's something that you really need to watch to get that history that comes up that not aware of it. Like Tina, like I said, my partner, she watched it and, and she got no idea about the history of Gua or anything. And she loves you guys now because you, you, this this is like the sort of inroad to, to, to uh, getting into you. So, you know, fingers crossed, definitely like you say, if you get across next year that we can get to see you live again, that that would be incredible because that, that obviously is the way to see Gua. You've got to get that live experience, haven't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was the goal to for this because you know i we we were going to make uh or we may still make a, a early documentary about war ah. but we, we have we have our fans and we direct market to our fans we have them already they'll buy whatever because they're supportive and they love us this was an attempt to get other people just like your partner to understand, Hey, like there's this thing that you may have never heard of and you, you'll probably love it. Or you may have heard of, and you thought it was something. And yeah, actually this, this is a great introduction to actually what's really been going on. And oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, cause she's an artist. And so, you know, all of the art stuff and everything that drew her in immediately. And it's like, Holy shit. I didn't know all of this. And then, you know, the, the story unfolds and you just get deeper and deeper into loving you guys. So yeah, congratulations to her. I know you've got other interviews to do and you and you guys are pretty busy. Fingers crossed then if you can get across here to the UK, hopefully we could meet up in person, do another show uh, and have another chat and a catch up about everything that's happening with Guar. That would be awesome. Well, we're pretty certain we're going to be there next year. So yeah, we'll we'd love you. to do that. We'll just hook it up with the um, with our PR people. Oh, that surely. Be- yeah. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Well, again, congratulations on a fantastic documentary. Keep doing what you do. You know, you've got lots of fans. This, I'm sure, will bring in loads more new fans as well. So, yeah, just keep doing it because uh, you you guys are great. Love you. Thank you Thanks. so much, man. All right. Thank you. And the alarm bell, as always, brings to an end another interview show. Don't forget that This Is Guar is released today if you were listening to this on day of release or Obviously, if you're not, it's already out. Uh, So, yeah, go and buy it. It's well worth it. Like I said at the top of the show and in the show, it's such a cracking documentary. It's so, so good. Uh, Hopefully, what you think is good as well are these shows. What you can do to help us is go to 6dmw.co.uk, numerical 60, not alphabetical. Hit uh, Hit us up with a like on our social media. Specifically, the Twitter account is the one that keeps everybody up to date with most things as they happen. That is at 60MW Podcast. But all the links to everything we do is on the website. Leave us a review would be really good. Uh, This is also, and I didn't mention this at the top of the show, shame on me, this is also available on our YouTube channel as a video show. So if you want to see me and Mike and Bob having a chat, then please go there. Please subscribe on there as well. It all helps us. So again, thank you for listening. We will be back very soon with more shows. Uh, Again, as I sit here on the 24th of October, I'm preparing to record an interview show with Michael Sweet of Striper, who, if you're a long-time listener, 
uh, was last on the show in March 2018. So it'll be nice to have a catch up with him, especially as their new album is out as well, which is an absolute banger. Been playing it loud all weekend. So uh, yeah, watch out for that. And like I say, all the other format shows that uh, we do will be back again before you know it. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>